So we're really gifted that even when our pastors are gone, um, you know, they're not the only folks. You know, we've had a number of other people who have shared great messages, including our own Bill Hernandez. So he's going to come up tonight and share his wit, his humor, his prophetic voice with us. Thank you, Bill. Let's give him a hand. Hello. Praise the Hallelujah. Those of you that are the new people, my name is Bill Hernandez, and I oversee uh, prophetic ministry, and I've actually been attending Blazing Fire since 2004. I don't have my calculator, but how many years is that? 15 years. That's a lot of years. 15. Wow. You know, 15 years ago, uh, my hair was the color of my sweater. Now it's the color of my shirt. So eventually I'm going to wear a white shirt and it's going to be the color of my shirt. So exactly. So um, anyhow, I really feel like um, this message that I'm going to be sharing, I felt really strongly that the Lord wanted to be touching you all here but then also to the people that are in the podcast, that listen to the podcast, so this is for you as well, at whatever, and it applies to the day that you listen to this in the future. And so even though today is January whatever, January 26th or whatever, so if you're listening to it in June or if you're listening to it next year or whatever, it's, it applies to you because I really feel that it's a, it's a, um, a word from the Lord's heart to, to your heart, wherever you are. Um, anyhow, so, <clears throat> so then the, um, the name of this uh, sermon is it's called Metanoia, or Turn It Around. And um, yeah, so Metanoia, or Turn It Around. Turn the beat around. And uh, I felt like, um, I really felt very strongly that the Lord is going to be just breaking some chains today. So really, really going to be breaking some chains and just ratcheting up your, your game. Just kind of like just bringing it up and uh, bringing you, uh, you know, just kind of bringing everyone up another level in their walk with the Lord. It's kind of a promotion, as it were. And I really feel, I don't know if some of you have been able to take, go to my website. It's called whisper, whisperoflove.org, where I give prophetic words. And uh, one of them is, is that the, there's going to be this great outpouring of the Holy Spirit that's coming. It's, it's on its way. It's nearly at our door. And in it, I'm just kind of, I felt like the Lord was just saying that it was going to be a vival more than a revival. 
so they, that the church gets the revival because it's already been vivaled. That's why they get the revival. And this is, that's what uh, Rodney Howard Brown used to say that. And he said, it's the world that gets vivaled. So I feel that a, a, a great vivaling is coming. And that's going to be um, very characteristic of this next move. The last time it was a revival with a renewal, we were revived, weren't we? We were quite shaken up by that whole thing. And it's like, uh, and it's, I felt like the Lord said, this is about those that don't believe and it's, and, and it's almost going to be come to the point where even some of the most seasoned Christians amongst us that, that are also listening and anywhere in the world, that some of them could actually become the elder br- brothers and be jealous of the anointing that falls so easily upon the people in the world. And that, that righteousness in the world is going to become fashionable. It's going to become a fashionable thing. And and so we can um, we can actually prepare. We're uh, for us that are believers that have been walking with the Lord that we have the opportunity to be the disciplers of these people because they're going to need teachers. They're gonna they're gonna need our wisdom, and they're gonna need our anointing and understanding uh, of scripture and the word and right living it they're going to need to be discipled by us so so that's so we need to get our, our our stuff together and get prepared for that to prepare our lives to 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 let the lord clean it up clean uh, you know clean it up and uh, just um, uh, help us to bring our a game to what's coming and so, um, um, <clears throat> so I really felt like the Lord was, you know, just kind of, so I was talking to Brent earlier in the week, you know, and he was feeling kind of, there's a something in the air. Joel was saying that he's been feeling a funk in the air and I've been feeling a funk in the air as well. It's been quite the funk. And so, um, <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> and I'm not talking about funky music. And so it's kind of, and it's, I go, aha, okay. So usually I kind of feel it like a big pressure on my shoulder and on my, on my heart. Even just while I'm talking about it now, I can feel it, feel the heaviness on my heart. And um, so I, I feel like the Lord uh, wants to lift off something. The enemy doesn't want this to happen. He doesn't want people to come more into the light. He doesn't want people to trade Bad stuff for good stuff. He doesn't want that to happen. He wants people to stay trapped. But that's not going to happen. So I looked up the word uh, metanoia. And in Matthew 4.17, it says, Jesus began to preach. And he says, repent, for the kingdom of heaven has come near. And so I looked up the word metanoia, and the word metanoia means change of mind. And it implies making a decision to turn around and to face in a new direction. And so this whole thing about the change of mind, and I was thinking, wow. So Jesus began to preach and say, change your mind for the kingdom of heaven has come near. Change your, your thinking, for the kingdom of heaven has come near. Change your stinking thinking. You've probably heard that before. For the kingdom of, 
of God has come near. And the more I thought about it, I was just thinking, hmm, so the kingdom of heaven has come near. So the kingdom of heaven is here now. It is here now. And so I need to change my mind and turn around and look at the heaven that's here. So I feel like, I don't know, just kind of like what I'm going to be sharing today is about getting back on the right track, getting back to the basics, getting back to square one, and getting back to, to believing, to changing your mind, to getting back into changing your mind if you've lost your mind. And you're just doing crazy things. All right? So some of us have wandered off the path or have gotten lost and you don't know where you're going or what you're doing with your life, in your career, your ministry, your relationships. And some have fallen into negative behaviors or thought patterns where you feel stuck. And I call them rabbit trails. I started thinking about rabbit trails. I have rabbits in my backyard and there's like little trails that go all over. And if any of you have ever gone Hiking, you just go out there. So I used to sometimes wander around in the hills, and I follow a path. I go, oh, look at this path. I think I'll follow the path. And the path goes everywhere. It just kind of meanders everywhere. There's no rhyme or reason to where it's going. And then it ends at a stump or something or a cliff. And so I've done that. And some of those are rabbit trails, and some of them are deer trails also. So I've like followed the deer trails all around. And what happens is I'm wandering and following these pretty much you know, rabbit trails or meandering deer trails is I pick up a lot, I've picked up a lot of ticks. I think some of you have noticed that. You notice it on your pants, on your clothing, that there's, you're covered with ticks. And that's what happens when we go off on a rabbit trail in our life. It's that we pick up those little bloodsuckers. And what, what's another name for those blood suckers? Huh? I call them growlers. Demonic stuff, right? So we got the enemy. We can pick up the enemy along the way. And, we, we, and they start following us around. These little creatures just following, around, following us around, just getting ready to pounce on us. And um, if we can't discern or feel God, because I, I think that some, there's many of you might be feeling also that you're not feeling the Lord or it feels like God is far away. And it could be because we're hurting or going through things. But it does not mean that he's not near. Whatever it is that you're going through. And I know I hear this a lot. It says, you know, God is so far away. He's abandoned me. Oh, my God. He's, you know, he has forsaken me. But he hasn't forsaken you. That he's always near. Um, He says, for the kingdom of heaven has come near. So it's near. And it's going to stay near and never go away. But it's like a radio. It's really uh, um, like a radio that's broken. And that, that just because when a radio is broken, it can't receive. But it doesn't mean that the broadcast is not there. It's, the broadcast is still in the air. It's just that the radio can't receive it. Also, like a radio, we can be tuned into the wrong channel, listening to and acting on bad information 
But that doesn't mean that God is not sending good stuff on the right channel. Got it? So what we need to do is we need to turn that dial. It's going to be whistling and hear all that static. And then then all of a sudden, hello. (laughs) I am. (laughs) Then you're on the good channel, right? The God channel. Mm -hmm. The (laughs) G-O-D. So I feel like what the Lord wants us to do is he wants us to tune in to the good stuff. And he wants us to replace our thoughts and actions with kingdom stuff, the God stuff, the spiritual stuff. And that we can all do this, and we all do it to one degree or another, Pretty much we kind of change our own diapers. We, it's like the Lord shows us how to change our diapers. But, you know, as a new Christian, as new Christians, sometimes we don't know how to do that. And, um, and we, need, we need help from our brothers and sisters to help us how to change our loaded diapers. And so... Um, <laughs> you know, there's this story... There's this woman, she brings her baby into the doctors, you know, to the pediatrician. And the baby was cranky and miserable. And the doctors there examining the baby. And he realizes, this lady, this is this diaper is like, it's like like majorly, majorly loaded. It says, it's, just, it, it's like you haven't changed it in days. And she says, well, the box said five to ten pounds. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> so there's this whole thing. About, you know, here's the Lord saying, change your mind or repent for the kingdom of heaven has come near. Just, you know, change your mind. But it's not, it doesn't say change your behaviors. And I know that a lot of times a burden has been placed on people who are non-believers. And it's, they put this burden on them. It says, you must give up the cigarettes and the drugs and the alcohol and the sex and all that stuff like that before you can be saved. You must repent. Otherwise, you're not saved. And that's a terrible burden to put on them. I think that if that burden was put on me at the beginning, I would be an assembly, actually not an assembly, but actually, well, yeah, um, an assembly of random uh, molecules in the ground, absorbed into the ground somewhere. I'd be dead. But the thing was that there was something in my spirit or in my soul where I kind of felt like, you know what? I see Jesus, and I believe in him. And um, even though I'm not perfect right now, I still believe in God. And I believe that that's the spirit. The spirit of the Lord was teaching me and helping me because I didn't have any other better teachers to show me that, hey, you know, this is not, you know, this is first, you know, believe in me. And as you believe in me, eventually you will change. As you just hang around me, you, your, your stuff is going to fall off and you're going to change. And I have over the years. So what, what that means between now and the, 
all that time, you know, and I've heard people say, argue and they say, oh, no, you were like a total sinner the whole time and whatever until you finally really changed. I said, no, no. I said, God was not, you know, God was never mad at me the whole time that I was working out major stuff. And I'm working out stuff in my life right now, but he's never mad and he's never disappointed. And he's never, he, we always have the respect. So he continually respects you, continually loves you, continue ex- to accept you. And the truth is that you are justified by his blood and you're sanctified and set apart. And you've got it good. You've got it good, even while you're still struggling and making a mistake again and again and again. And you've heard me share this before, and I said, you know, okay, make your mistake, get up and keep on going. And I felt like I've heard the Lord say that to me. He says, get up and keep on going. There's nothing to see here. Let's keep going. Get up and stop complaining. Stop whining. Stop hating yourself. Stop shaming yourself. Stop guilting yourself. Get up and keep on going and hang on to my, hang on to me. And don't let go of me. So, I think that this kind of a message, if we can bring this message to the people in the world, and I know that we do, but even more so, as you know, the more the more of the the assembly gets it, the assembly of believers gets it, that all people need to do is just say yes, Jesus, and the rest will come in time for that person, just like it did for you. And that's, so there's no hoops for the people in the world. They don't have to jump through the hoops. There's no hoop through, to jump through. They are, they're not little performing ponies. <laughs> well, we hold up our little hoop of religiosity. Amen. Amen. I think that, uh, you know, I used to, I was uh, pastoring, you know, from 1978 and on for years and years and years and being in the church. And it wasn't until after I got out of it and um, in 2004 and I moved on and I'm just kind of working on my own from home, doing the websites and graphic design stuff and everything, that I meet a, I've met a lot of people. So basically I'm in the marketplace, really. So I'm meeting a lots and lots of people constantly just you know just there's just a river of clients that I'm from all different walks of life all different walks of life and the thing and what's and what's really kind of cool about it is that it's kind of worn me down worn what is worn down was this feeling of like I'm I'm there they aren't one of us I'm a I'm a I'm an us with my Christian friends and they are a them right and the Lord has washed that, worn it away. And I realized that, wow, these people, these are, these, are, these are people. They're us. They be us. Us be them. We're all in the same earth boat. 
If it burns, we all burn. <laughs> if it gets blessed, we all get blessed. Right? So um, there's just so much potential, you know, in, in, in every single human being. And I want people to believe in the Lord. I, you know, I, I feel like the Lord's going to be uh, lowering the hopes for, for these people that don't believe and making it very easy for them to believe. And I believe that that, I, I felt like that's what the Lord did for me. I felt like there's just no way that I could have ever been saved unless he actually penetrated my brain and my spirit, my soul, and convinced me. He, he came down to my level. He lowered, the, he lowered it for me and made it easy for me to understand. And he's going to make it easy. I felt like the Lord was saying he's going to be removing the veil of darkness that's over over the world to make it easy for people to apprehend, comprehend who he is. Pretty awesome, huh? Yeah, so um, um, so anyway, back to this whole thing of um, with metanoia, I, I felt like um, you know, we can be serving the Lord with our, our mind and, and still be having troubles in our life. And how do we resolve that? And that's another sermon altogether. It's, you know, we're talking about Romans 7. But, at the, uh, but uh, there's Romans 7 Romans 8. And, and I believe at the, at the end of Romans 8, it's just saying that nothing can separate us from the love of God. Nothing can separate us. Nothing. Nothing that we do can separate us from his love. So in the meantime... Um, I feel like um, what I want to do is I just want to do this ministry activity here. And, um, and what I'm going to do is, uh, but before I do, I'm going to just read a couple of scriptures here. Um, in Romans 12.1, it says, um, Therefore I urge you, brethren, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies a living and holy sacrifice acceptable to God, which is your spiritual service of worship. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you may prove what the will of God is, that which is good and acceptable and perfect. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Jesus began to preach, change your mind for the kingdom of heaven has come near Pretty cool, huh? And so then in Philippians 4.8, it says, Finally, brethren, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is of good repute, if there is any excellence and anything worthy of praise, dwell on these things, the things you have learned and received and heard and seen in me. Practice these things, and the God of peace will be with you. So I just, um, you know, in Psalm 139, 23, it says, Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my anxious thoughts. And see if there be any hurtful way in me. And lead me in their everlasting way. Try me and know my anxious thoughts. My anxious thoughts. Jesus said, began to preach, change your mind. Change my mind, Lord. And lead me in their everlasting way, for the kingdom of heaven has come near. Pretty cool, huh? 
So, I'm going to be doing a ministry activity, and you guys are all going to be closing your, your eyes in holy reverence before the Lord. <laughs> and I'm going to be reading these statements. So, and I'm going to be, uh, uh, and what we're going to be doing, I, I'm going to be reading them as I statements, as if I were you. It may or may not apply to you. It might apply to a friend, to a family member, or someone that you know. Or it could very well be you, all right? And so I'm going to be saying, I give up X, Y, and Z. And I replace them with X, Y, and Z. And then what you're going to do when I finish saying that, you're going to say, Amen, Lord, I agree. So repeat after me. Amen, Lord. I agree. All right. Okay, so let's close, close our eyes. And, and so, Father, I ask, Lord, as, as we go through this exercise, I ask, Holy Spirit, that you would, just, you would come with your power and with your anointing, and you would break things off of people. And that there would be a trade, a true replacement, as people give up things and replace them with heavenly things. Thank you, Lord. I give up negative thoughts and replace them with holy, transformed minds. Amen, Lord. I agree. I give up drug and alcohol dependency and any dependency and replace them with being filled with the Holy Spirit. Amen, Lord. I agree. I give up anger and replace it with your reconciliation and forgiveness. Amen, Lord. I agree. Whoa. Wow. Wow. Come, Holy Spirit. I give up bitterness and hurt and replace it with a softened heart. Amen, Lord. I agree. Father, touch the hurt places right now. I give up lust for anything, power, money, sex, persons, and replace it with a desire for intimacy with you, Jesus. Amen, Lord. I agree. I give up shame and guilt and replace it with your love and acceptance for me. Amen, Lord. I agree. I give up manipulation and replace it with your cooperation and respect. Amen, Lord. I agree. I give up vengeance and crawl into your lap to hold me. Amen, Lord. I agree. I give up lying 
and replace it with your truthfulness and honesty. Amen, Lord. I agree. I give up fear and replace it with your protection and care. Amen, Lord. I agree. I give up impatience and replace it with your compassion and calm. Amen, Lord. I agree. I give up greed and replace it with generosity. Amen, Lord. I agree. I give up suspiciousness and replace it with true revelation. Amen, Lord. I agree. Whoa. Whoa. (laughs) Wow, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Father, I ask, Lord, that you would just anoint people's eyes and ears to hear and see correctly with your eyes. Thank you, Lord. I give up religiosity and legalism and replace it with being my true self made in your image. Amen, Lord. I agree. I give up playing church and replace it with godly friendships in you. Amen, Lord. I agree. Thank you, Lord. I give up not having any vision and feeling lost and replace it with trust in your direction for my life. Amen, Lord. I agree. Thank you, Lord. Wow. Wow. Father, I ask, Lord, right now that you would come and that you would push away the enemy in any where anyone agreed, Lord, for some of these things. And I ask, Holy Spirit, that you would come where they have picked up any works of the enemy, any any ticks, any bloodsuckers, and we re- I rebuke you right now in Jesus' name, and I command you to let go of these people. You don't belong here now. Let go of your let go of the Lord's people. And I loose the presence of the Holy Spirit and angels, cleansing angels. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Whoa. Father, I ask, Lord, for just the true change of mind in each person. A metanoia. And I thank you, Lord, that while each one is metanoying, (laughs) while they're doing that, Lord, in the midst of it, as they're doing it in their life, 
that you would visit them with loving kindness and wash away the shame and the guilt or anything that would tear them down. Thank you, Lord. I just kind of felt like the Lord was just showing me, and we're going to be singing a song in a, we're going to be, we're going to be doing this song right now, a couple of songs. And um, I just kind of, um, you know, I just kind of felt like the Lord was just, you know, he was just showing me that um, he's always holding your hand through the entire process. And that sometimes the, your worst enemy, the worst enemy that we have, apart from the enemy, the other enemy is ourselves, is our, the guilt and the shame that we lay upon ourselves for not measuring up. Because the Lord is not telling us that we don't measure up. We measure up good in his eyes. But we're the ones that really take ourselves down. And basically what happens is when we're doing that, it becomes kind of like the showstopper. It just kind of like puts the brakes on our joy. On going forward. So every time you start to mope, oh, I did, I made a mistake and I did horrible and I'm miserable and sinful, miserable, whatever. And while you're there, the clock has stopped. Because you're going around and around, oh, I'm a horrible. And you get into your self pity thing. And that is your own personal little showstopper to your joy. Or you can get out of the moping and say, okay, stop moping, stop whining, and get up and keep on going. And say, I refuse to get into the moping and the whining about how inconsistent my walk is. Just let it go. And be rejoicing in how consistent and faithful God's love is and respect is for you. Right? So you say, anytime you start moping, oh, just say, stop. I'm going to stop the, I'm going to stop that. And I'm going to do the, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> he, he, he. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. All right? All right. So we're going to sing this. We're going to, Psalm 51, they're going to, sh- they're going to show it. Why don't we stand up? And so.
Joel's going to lead us in the song now. And may I be like you. Father, we ask, Lord, that you would give us strategies, Lord, personal strategies, each of us, our own personal strategy for doing the metanoia thing, for having a change of mind and exchanging it for something good and wonderful. Help us to choose your kingdom that is here now, Lord. Help us to choose kingdom things when we start to go into the negative. Help us to flip it around, Lord, to turn it around. Lord, give us the grace to do that. By your spirit, help us to take a hold of the kingdom, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Show us how to do it. Give us wisdom. I need wisdom, Lord. Show me how to break this thing. Show me how to overcome it, Lord. And I thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that you love me and you respect me. While I work it through and struggle through, I just thank you that you're not mad at me and that you're holding me. You're watching over me. And that you're ready to shower me with every generous thing. That you're not a punisher. You're not going to withhold health or wealth from me because of my mistakes. You're not going to make bad things happen to me, Lord, because I'm under your care. And that I choose to repent. I choose to have a change of mind. I choose metanoia. I choose your kingdom that is near always. that this will follow me all the days of my life. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. So concludes my talk. <laughs>